Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the Real House Bears! The Real House Bears, I love that. I love that. I love that podcast. <laughs> I love this. I love that. I love that. Oh my god, you're like... First of all, I wish I had a soundbite that was like, is that Lisa? And then you're, I mean, you're like Vanessa Bayer, Amy Phillips, like you, like I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I can tell by the eye roll. Where, I, where's my Diet Coke? I mean, <laughs> my throat <laughs> I'm, has been a long day. You sound like Lisa Barlow and Luann have been making out. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> I love this. I love that. Speaking of Lisa Barlow, do you feel like it's a coincidence that Salt Lake City premiered and then suddenly the cool weather happened? It has been so cool out. The or, I mean, do you think that maybe Heather and Whitney have that much power over the weather? Here we go, weather. Whitney and Heather, bad weather, tornado. Spin the truth, destroy. <gasps> bad weather, but this isn't bad weather. It's good weather. It's my favorite. I mean, weather. I love the weather, but I mean, Salt Lake City came in and literally. Honestly, I think in. it's I think it's Meredith because she brings the ice. That's crazy. There it is. So, yeah, it, it is. has been... Oh, my gosh, today was so nice. The houses that I was, like, installing stuff into, they had their windows open, and it was such a fall breeze mm. in the air. Like, crisp pumpkins and crisp apples in the air. <laughs> your favorite things in the world. Crisp leaves. I like your alliteration. Crisp. Crisp. I love a crispy fall. So we don't have a fancy party to talk about this week. No, it's just been I'm busyness. assuming that we weren't left out. I'm assuming that just one didn't happen. Well, we'll find out. Like, I think maybe there's misunderstanding. I don't know. Oh, we'll find out. And we will out. lecture. We will find out. I will give them a licking. <laughs> right on the face. Yes. Just lick them right up on the cheek. How many licks does it take? <laughs> So, um, this weekend, we'll go ahead and get out of the way before I forget. This coming weekend, we are going to be in Oklahoma City for Oklahoma City Pride. Yes, what, what? We're going to be the Husbear Go Go team, and we will be at the District Hotel on Friday. <gasps> the Real House Bears Go Go team, what, what? But what that means uh, is that we will not get to recap this week's Beverly Hills this week so we'll have yes. to do another twofer on the following week yes and if you guys uh aren't listening to beverly hills you probably should the last episode was really good yeah we're like, i thought it was i was pleasantly happy on that one yeah we had a great time <laughs> we're, we're like uh, we, we were feeling a little bit lowish for a second and yeah. i you know we got our fire back from and, and the salt lake city wildswise yeah, yeah and the pure adrenaline of working all day long every day and like we are doing full-time jobs and we're like full-time podcasters now 
because you don't come out of your room. Yeah. We are working on this podcast almost every single night. If we're not taking notes on the show, we're recording the episode. Uh, I mean, our episode, mm-hmm. or I'm editing the episode, and now that we're doing like two shows at once, like we are full time podcasters and full time our real jobs. I know, and it's these ten, eleven hour days are not working for me. They're catching up. <laughs> if you guys can't tell in my demeanor right now and my voice, <laughs> yeah, I can feel your energy completely. <laughs> it's been a very long day, and it's been a very long weekend. Like. Working throughout the weekend is hard, and traveling on the weekend is just hard. But this and weekend, it's... we get to travel together, so... Yeah, and we get four days. Yeah, so again, if you are a member of the LGBTQ plus community, yes. or an ally... And Come to the District Hotel! Oklahoma City... This episode will be out before that actually yes. happens. What? What? <laughs> I know. I haven't given anybody my schedule in so long. Y'all, I have been booked every weekend booked since and June. It's been pretty amazing. And And I also got some really awesome news yesterday, but I'm not going to jinx anything. So um, I'm just going to hold it out for a couple years because that's how long it's going to (laughs) take. Well, uh, you know, we are like our we the first season of our podcast when all these new exciting things were happening, but we didn't want to jinx them, and yes. we just kept teasing and kept. Teasing. I know, so it'll be like a year or two of pure teasing. Actually, no, probably just a year. I and, might find out. That's why I don't trust human beings, and that is facts. I don't trust human beings. And then tomorrow we're filming something very special. That we can't tell you about. We can't say anything about it, but you guys might find out before we even get to tell you. Yes, you you will know. You'll know before our next episode. If y'all are, like, in tune with who we are and what we look like and, like are engulfed in Bravo, you are probably going to see I mean, I'm assuming anyone who's listening to us is to mo- most of our listeners are probably engulfed in Bravo, not all of them. I am drunk on it. All right, I'm just going to tell them, we are going to be the first Real House Husbands of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is he saying? We're the, we're the first Real House Husbands or House Bears <laughs> franchise. We've officially been cast We've as been friends cast. of... Yes. <laughs> no, that is not true. Um, I am ready to make my own money and not do this anymore but But maybe one day we won't even we won't even have to announce it to you you'll know by the time our next episode yeah and if and but if you guys don't find out we will be be sure to tell you we will be blowing up the socials and we might have a full podcast just of that announcement (laughs) it'll be two hours long (laughs) i see nothing i mean we felt like we wanted to fall asleep before we started recording, and nothing like talking about Salt Lake City housewives. And a, a little bit of drinky. Well, you know how that works. Mm. A little, uh, nothing like a little uh, cocktail to wake you up a little bit. Gulp, gulp. Old habits die hard. You know, I have listened to the Salt Lake City Housewives taglines probably no less than 150 times, and they still make me giggle every single I can't, time. I, I can't not roll my eyes when Mary does hers. I, I just can't not. I laugh. I just laugh. It's so ridiculous. It just makes me laugh. I love it so. It's It is ridiculous. 
<laughs> but you know, it is, I will admit, it is a crime that at the end of the taglines, when they show the whole cast, where they have, you know, Heather Gay front and center, front and which center. that is not a crime by any stretch of the imagination. But the crime is that Lisa Barlow is in the far, far back, even behind the new girl, Jenny. Yeah. I say I'm going to slit my wrist all the time. That's okay. Like that. I mean, <laughs> that's... Lisa Barlow deserves better. I think everything that Lisa Barlow says and does is absolutely fascinating, whether I like it or I don't like it. It's still fascinating. So I'm, I just, and you know. I love that. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I love her on my TV. You know, even Heather has told us a thousand times, she's like, no matter how I feel about the ladies personally and what we're going through, I respect them all and I really appreciate what a great cast we have. I did, um, tell Heather last season, I was like, listen, you guys are going to end up being best friends in one season. Watch. It's going to happen. <laughs> well, who knows what's going to happen this season. Well, she said on Watch What Happens Live that they were at a good place, at least. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Next topic. Moving on. Well, let's get into episode two, season two, two, two. You know, what is a good icy apology? I guess it's, I'm sorry if. Ugh. That infuriates I'm sorry that me. you feel that way. I hate it when people say if an apology. We've probably yeah. said it a sorry, thousand times. Sorry if I hurt your feelings. That's because it, it, it didn't. Yeah, so anyways, yeah. Um, let's go to Whitney's house. Let's do go to Whitney's house. Whitney and Justin are... You know, similar to us they're really just trying to juggle their schedule they are they've overscheduled themselves and now that poor little kid's <laughs> poor brooks he's, he's brooks pay. is gonna have to walk is that his name brooks yeah, yeah oh he's gonna have to walk home from school in his we met brooks that boy has the best hair that boy has the best hair. This <laughs> summer when Whitney gave him the perm, she's like, I don't know. It that's turned out. right. I yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> he loves, like when we met him, he had blue hair, I think. Yeah, that's right. Like he loves to experiment with his hair and I love that about him. You know how much I had to talk my mom into letting me dye my hair blue? And then I, at one point I got to the point where, um, where it was like peroxying my hair. Oh my And gosh. then tipping it blue and then oh spiking my. it all over. I have like a 16th birthday party like that. I look like Sonic heart. the Hedgehog. Yeah. Like crazy you brother, you know, like meth head brother. Actually be that, feel that, and wear the badge with honor. Um, I, um, I didn't have that kind of issue. I never had that desire. Um, I was, I did want to pierce my ear when I was younger, and that was a no, 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 no. Oh, I pierced my ears a bunch of times. <laughs> well, Sadly, I wasn't like the last born child. My mom was like, I'm just going to let this one just kind of do his thing. I know. My mom just did it. My mom, hey, I turned out pretty good. I think you turned out great. I raised myself great. Uh, well, I'm not saying that your mom didn't have a ham, but I mean, the story. But she honestly did. My mom's like, this is my fifth kid, like, and he's the boy. I'm going to let him just do whatever he wants. All right. Now they're going to be calling in the calling in the authorities <laughs> on your mom. Uh, it should have been when my mom found out that I broke my collarbone and when she got out of the car and I was crying in the front yard, she said, I ought to rip your arm out of its socket and beat you with the bloody end. And I screamed and ran away from her in the front yard for like 10 minutes. Well, you left out the part where you broke your collarbone by doing something she okay. told you not okay. to okay. do. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know what? I don't like you and my mom talking anymore. I don't need any of this bull. This bitch is casting her spell. Anyways. Yes, well, I hope that his no. school is close to home. I hope that his school is close to home. I, well, I'm sure he's going to have to walk home uphill in the snow. 
Uh, well, yes, he will. He it's, is. He and will. there's going to be dinosaurs chasing him, just like his parents. True. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, moving over to the Barlow home, Henry is doing his hair. And what hair? I know. And I'm like, how much product does he need? And did you see the chunk? I think he was just messing around, and then he got caught that he was messing around, and he got nervous, and he just wiped it like a glob of it all over those towels. Oh, on the nice towels. I like it. But why are there towels hanging in there that you're not supposed to use? Oh, ask Dave, my ex. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's towels that you see, and then there's towels that you use. The towels that you see, you don't use. Those are for fancy guests. Where do you get the towels that you use? Underneath a cabinet. I mean, if you don't live... Oh, I guess he lives there, so he should be expected to get a towel underneath the cabinet. Yeah, like if there's a guest, yeah, they can use it, and he gets irritated by it. (laughs) I love Dave. Dave kept the house so spick and clean. I know he doesn't listen, but love you, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, the scenery, they're showing such beautiful scenery in Utah. Like, it's beautiful, but the sad thing is, this whole summer, Utah has been a big smoky mess from all the wildfires, and it hasn't looked like our beautiful scenery. All those huge fires from California have been leaving their area and coming over here. So it's been we got the worst air quality at one point in the world. Yeah, the worst in the world. Intense, but luckily it looks like it's clearing up. Cold weather's in. Hallelujah. Hello. Um, Moving over to Mary's asylum. Speaking of hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> this house is a is is a, a fun house and i'm not talking like in a fun way like it's a crazy it's house. insane but basically her son robert can have whatever he wants i thought that excess was an issue for yeah. children these days yeah but so far i we paused the the tv just to make like a list of what was in the room i picked up he has a big safe for what he has two bins of snacks and treats next to his three computers a couch and two outdoor patio hanging chairs a louis vuitton like blanket i saw like oh that was gucci that was oh oh, yeah no and then over the couch and then a large red fridge stocked with foods and drinks looks like he also has a popcorn maker in his room laying on his leather bed with gucci blankets and listening to his iphone through a beat stereo Yes, the only thing that you missed was there was also a plug-in phone. Like, I don't even get that. <laughs> like, that had multiple, like, you know, office phones that had multiple, I don't even remember what That's they... probably to call each room in the house because it's so big. Probably, uh, Excess. Oh, oh, oh that's the no. problem with kids these days. Well, Mary, maybe you should reflect on your own life maybe than other people. reflection. Mm. See what your reflection Maybe ask shows. Jesus what he Who thinks. you are inside, Mary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I was thinking. Ooh. But I will say that with such little makeup on and her natural she hair, gorgeous. that's the prettiest she's looked. Yeah. She's so beautiful. For a second, I thought that was like his friend that came in. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's Mary. She looked like she was like 20. She was wearing just a black jumpsuit. I don't think she had any accessories on. Oh, she needs to own that. She needs to own her more natural look. Yeah, I agree. I mean, gorgeous. according to the reunion of season one, she's not so much into the African-American heritage, but she needs to own it because she looked great. I just don't know what to think about Mary anymore. (laughs) Well, you know. 
Moving back to Park City at Shaw Chalet 2.0. And there's Stuart. 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 It made me so happy and sad. I know. To see Stu Chains. Yeah. Like, they were best friends, and now they're not even allowed to communicate. Yeah. And what I've heard is that he's trying to throw her under the bus, or she's trying to throw him under the bus, or they're trying to throw each other under the bus. And all of that is just sad to me, because I know that they really loved each other. Yeah. But Jen is doing a lot better. I know I need to be a better person all around. Yeah. Yeah, Jen has uh, been reflecting on the positive things in her life. She apologizes to her nephew for not mentally or physically being there for him for the, over the year. Yeah. You know, um, I guess that's like her adopted son, pretty much. More or less, yeah. She yeah. Like, she helped them survive, like, the family. Yeah. So, like, yeah, foster kid. Like, yeah, well, he, he was living, I think she said, in New York, and he contacted her and was like, listen, my family really needs your help. I really need your help to get me out of this situation. Oh, I, I thought it was South Compton, I think they said. Or did I just make that up? I don't know. Um, wherever he was living oh. in a city far away, anyways, she it was brought bad. them in, and they're living with them. Yeah, I don't know how many people or whatever. I don't yeah, know. They the only deal. showed him while they were cleaning out this massive closet. Yeah. I love. She's like. Danilo, you're the only one who will help because whenever I bring Stu Chains and Dwayne up here, all they do is just talk about how much stuff I have. They don't help at all. I mean, literally, she's got a lot of stuff. But I love that she's giving stuff away. That's a, let's make a giveaway pile. And hey, Jen, how come you didn't call me? I would have loved to have been there and tried on all your stuff. Girl, you know I'll go to jail for you. Jen Shaw, we will come help you clean out your closet. I will try on all of your stuff in your closet. You can't fit in any of her stuff. There's some stretchy stuff that your I can't. leg could fit in. Her, her that dress. would be a sexy leg. <laughs> it would be. That would be one sexy leg. I mean, she's itty bitty bitty. I know. Um, then Jen has a seat in her massive. Why? Why can't Mary Cosby's closet look like Jen Shaw's closet? You know. That's a dig. But Jen Shaw has. a You're going to need an exorcist for Mary's closet. <laughs> Um, but she has a seat and FaceTimes Heather Gay and invites her to have a talk. Because they have not been talking in over two months. That's surprising. It's very surprising. Especially every time we see Jen and Heather together, they're always such besties. Oh my gosh, they have so much fun together. Like, I understand Jen. Jen is a hard friend to be with a lot of times, like constantly, but she's an amazing friend to be with constantly. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's hard... You take the good with the bad. You ha- yeah. But but if you touch my butt right when we meet, girl, we're going to be friends. I really love that metallic turtleneck that Heather wears in her confessional. I do too because it's it, gorgeous. It, it almost looks like it's got like um like almost alabaster shell. Like the inside of an alabaster. I don't know. Like, it's, like, it looks is that like, what they call it? Maybe. It's like that I know it looks what you're like talking an oil about. slick. Yeah, I just thought it looked like metal, but I, either way, it does I look like it metal. Incredible. But like, there's some, there's colors in it. It's just really pretty. I really enjoy. I it. will complain though. Like, oh yeah, I want to complain about this too. All of the other ladies got these low plunging necklines and showing some skin, and so far we know at least two out of three of Heather's confessional looks are turtlenecks, and that's just not fair because that's not her choice. No, it's not her choice. It's the producer's choice. Yeah, the, the housewives not... are sent clothes to choose from, and then, but still, they don't even get the final choice. They don't. 
I, so I, I want to see what like I want to see your boobs. I want to see the Atlanta girls bring in what clothes they want to wear. Oh, I want to see the options. That I want to see how they're gay in one of the Atlanta girls' dresses with their big with that decolletage. Yeah, out. hoist them up and show them off. Stop trying to be a bad influence on me, okay? I'm a modest woman. Decla Look at you, Martin <laughs> You're so good at new words. <laughs> um, but Heather feels like Jen quit on their friendship after they hadn't been talking all that time. Um, but Heather's immediate, like, yeah, let's talk. Let's talk. We've got stuff to talk about. Faux show. Yeah. Moving over to Meredith's home, also in Park City, she's playing with some stones for her jewelry, and then Hunter's best friend Brooks FaceTimes her from the, from a friend's house. <laughs> you guys are being really annoying. And then Seth comes, but Seth coming in, I I'm on Team Brooks here or on Team Seth here because he was like he comes in in Meredith's like jeweled mask that she wore <laughs> at the finale of season one, and no one really has much of a reaction about it, and I thought. I agree. He's like, you guys did not react? What do you, what? You want to know why they don't react? Why? It's because he does that stupid stuff every single day. I would That's just why say, I hey think guys. I'm going to have to disengage. And so it's, they've lo- it's lost the appeal, so they're like, he's just a goober. <laughs> That's why. They're like, oh, it's just Seth being Seth again. Well, Teddy is not happy about that mask. I'm not happy about Teddy. Ugh. Me either. Being on that table. But thank God Meredith didn't move to Ohio because now Seth is living part time in Mississippi. I cannot move every Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, that's very different. Teddy's on top of the kitchen table. I know, I don't like it. Seth asks Meredith how Brooks is doing, and Brooks is saying that Jen is still going on and on about him about social media. She's commenting on things that he's never even public- publicly spoken about, and he's complaining about all of this in a in like a flashback scene, wearing literally the gayest fur coat that was ever made. <laughs> this is high fashion. People in Utah just don't understand. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's really big, it's and it's gorgeous. even got like splashes of pink in the fur it, too. I would wear it every day, but but I, you can't complain about people, you know. Well, no, I mean, gender fluidity is a thing, I and mean, if you want to wear a dress, wear a dress. Absolutely. I don't care. Um, I, I don't, and I again, I'm, I just think it's kind of it's just it's funny ironic. To me. That is to me that was a kind of irony. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again. <laughs> Wear a dress if you want to, Brooks. I it's don't like care. in that one episode. It's that, just an easy joke. It's in like Scary Movie One when Marlon Wayans, or is it the older one of the Wayans brothers? They're talking to their roommates and stuff, and he's like, "Does this shirt make me look gay?" And they're like, "No." And then he like tucks it in under <laughs> yeah. a shirt. And he's like, "How about now?" And they're like, "No." And he's like, "Cool." <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. I love it. Uh, so, no shade about what you're wearing, because I love that coat and I want it. Um, and Meredith doesn't care if he's gay, straight. She doesn't really care. She just doesn't want Jen to be the one supporting comments about him. And I totally understand that. Like, and, I do understand that's what the, like the biggest issue is. And this is still happening, and it's been t- over two months since the reunion. Yeah, and, he, and Brooks, honestly... I have come to terms more with this subject and mostly I'm just irritated with them. So I just want him to leave, but it isn't right to like try to push him out into what he wants to be in life. So early, especially on social media. Um, But also 
he only said one thing about her JJ, and she's been going on for so long yeah. on social media. Like we, like, I think every single one of the women have said that Jen Shaw on social media is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, you your point about when you put your family on on TV, your family is going to be judged and ripped apart on social media. Yes, one hundred percent accurate. But again, I would expect my friend or my castmate yeah. to not bring national attention to it i think they're just jealous yeah and also it's it's negative attention towards gay people yeah and and, that, and we know that jen shaw's not homophobic jen's not homophobic i mean she loves me to death and plus she i think she's just kind of like us and she'll take a cheap joke when she can use it yeah and plus she doesn't feel like it's her saying it but it you know if you are reposting it that is you agreeing yeah. with the subject and wanting to show it more, which isn't okay. Well, Meredith is in mama bear mode. I will unleash on her. You want to keep coming after my family? It's, it's going to end ugly for her. But she I want to know, is. what's the biggest crime, though? What's the biggest crime? Is the crime Jen retweeting messages about Brooks? Or Seth making Brooks look at that soul patch on his face? I was waiting for this sun pat, the soul patch to come up. Would that, I don't think was that the soul thing patch that I, there for a season. No, and the thing that I don't like about it is people with soul patches. They like to touch their soul patch, and I, uh, I hate it. And you see, he said does that's it. That's true. Does he? He, he does now it. Now I'll notice it. Oh, ah. it's I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, Seth, okay. you don't get rid of it, please, please. or grow a full beard. Ooh, that might be hot. Oh yeah, because he's got a great body. Mm. I mean, he has a handsome face, but a beard might make a might work for that. I mean, beards can change. Maybe people's he can't whole grow a beard. Face. You know, some people can't grow a beard, Aww. and some people can't do a television commercial for Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> I was wondering if this was going to make it in the podcast yes, as well. Because after that scene is was the commercial for Dear Evan Hansen with between Meredith and Brooks talking about social anxiety and. <laughs> Do I understand it? No. At the end, when they say I love you to each other, Brooks looks like he has that, to poop. That's hug. I'm going to be Brooks and you be Meredith. I love you. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, he does say I love you. But it's, oh, uh, I love you. It's, and his face just looks like you. he's constipated. Yeah, I mean, he barely puts his arms like, I love you. It's really funny. Uh, sorry, I'm being, being shady. <laughs> We're so stupid. I'm being shady. Does it irritate me? Of course. Uh, speaking of, now we're moving to Mary's house, so here comes some more shade. And let's go to these huge, enormous chairs That in the house. dining room is like Willy Wonka met Tim Burton met... I, I An guess, organizer, because it's black, white, and multicolored. Like and she, I wish she would mix those chairs up a little bit. I wish she would get rid of them. Uh, okay, I kind of like the colored ones. The all-colored Maybe ones. one at the head like, and foot of the table. And then have black on one side and white on the other. Oh, I don't know if I... Oh, like just that. black. But, yeah, that's a little... Yeah. Uh, okay, maybe. Oh, <gasps> no, just white with very light sprackles of no, different color. No, no, now you're Okay, you know Mary. what? I can't do now this. You're I can't. I, I can't live with you anymore <laughs> because that's what I want in our house. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you know, when we do build our house, we're not bringing Big Joe over because Mary told, says of her cousin Jeez. that he's the worst contractor ever. <laughs> just unprofessional. 
That's this great is for a, his business, Mary. That's I know really this is a woman of God, and she's like she's tearing away. Like, <laughs> Mary, you're the worst preacher ever. Is there a female I think, form of preacher? I think she, no, I think it's all the same. I think she's just a bad human. I was going to say priestess. That's no, I, that's different. <laughs> um, but there is so much stuff everywhere. Like there's statues. There's a million statues of ladies, like lamps <laughs> and sconces. The green jade room terrified me. It's not Oz. It is that, not it, That Oz. scared me so bad walking in there. Uh, well, and plus, could you imagine the smell? Because she said all the dogs use it as a toilet because they thought it was the backyard. Ew, I didn't think about the smell. Blech. And then the bathroom with those crazy light fixtures that Mary was obviously on her period when she picked out. I had to be on my period to buy these. Like, I don't even know what I was thinking. Like, what in the world? I was in a dark place. It's just like I was having menstrual cramps. No one needed to hear that, Mary. I, I mean... <laughs> and then it comes right back to Robert Jr. being a teenager and not listening to his mom. But Mary, the only time that you ever talk to him is those once or twice a year when you're on camera and you have to go in and ask him and pre- make and up lecture a conversation. And make up a conversation. And all seems, she does is lecture him. Yeah, and it doesn't seem genuine ever. <laughs> so She wants him out of the house. <laughs> yeah, she's tired of paying for him. She, so she's like, he's just not a good child anymore. <laughs> she wants him to be healthy, but she wants him to find a good girlfriend. She wants to find a healthy girlfriend for him in a relationship. And her definition of a good girlfriend is one that has a nice smelling vagina. I said, if, if you smell fish, run. <laughs> I just... <laughs> this Mary is just outrageous. <laughs> The stuff that comes out of her mouth, the fact that she's a preacher, the fact that she married her grandpa, like, all this, and on top of it, her style in her house, like, I want to go, like, can we get, like, a magic school bus and, like, go into her brain and see what's going on in there? Her house is the magic school That was good. You know that? That was good. (laughs) Well, let's, you know, um, that's a good time for us to get on our own magic school bus and take a little bit of a break and get out of the hot closet. Hot closet. We'll have some Lisa Barlow when we get back. Bye. Do you have some treats? This is Heather Gay from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. And we're back. We're back in Lisa's car. While she is driving with her knee and texting on the phone through the snow. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. In Salt Lake City, yeah. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. That's how everyone else around here does it. Yeah, well, and she's also endangering the life of Jenny. That's a good girlfriend. They're on their way to uh, the Shaw Chalet 2.0. And Lisa's, like, ready for Jenny and Jen to head it off. Yeah. She's super excited. It's so funny, though, that Lisa (laughs) thought it would be a great idea to have a sewing day. And make pants that match? I am very... I mean, I barely know how to sew, but I do. And I do know that making pants is really difficult. I mean, if you're making sweatpants, that might be a little easier. (laughs) 
but she wanted them, her and Jen and Ginny to make pants and wear them to lunch. I had the same reaction that Jen did. I have a feeling it didn't happen because there was zero footage shown of that. Zero. <laughs> Uh, but oh. it's so funny that every single time a housewife is visiting, even if it's just like last minute, like, oh, hey, Heather Gay, I see you're snowboarding in par- or skiing in Park City. Come over to Meredith. Meredith's house. Um, they always have food out. They always have like a platter of food. They're ready. They're ready, yeah. Every single time. Oh, more than trail mix. I'm happy. Hurry, go down to the Smiths or the Harmons. Yeah. I love that. Um, the present was wrapped up in a Vita tequila box. Well, of course it was. Was it Vita tequila in there? Likely. <laughs> um, Ginny pulls some lint off of Jen Shaw's butt, and so Jen Shaw's like, all right, this girl's cool. You, you touch my butt? First time you meet, we're awesome. Yeah, you know, that could, depending on the way that you touch my butt, that could work for me, too. If you're picking something off of my butt that's embarrassing that you don't want other people to see, thank you. Yeah. I needed that. If you're trying to sexually molest me, probably not. No means no. Stop. Don't touch me there. <laughs> this is my no-no square. <laughs> it is my no-no square. <laughs> Jenny used to be a wedding singer. So why is she singing <laughs> that song? I know. I was confused. Are you singing Ragtime Gal at a wedding? Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my Ragtime Gal. Hello, my honey. Hello, my yeah, baby. Like, Hello, my ragtime gal. Whose wedding is that for? Mickey Mouse's in the 1940s? Yeah, yeah or the, who was that frog that used to sing? Oh, the WB yeah. frog? Yes. That... I mean, then he used to sing that maybe? Either. Yes, that was like a very uh, disturbing character. <laughs> Jen Shaw and Lisa talk every day. That's crazy. Yeah, and Lisa tells Jen about the Shabbat dinner... And Jen just doesn't understand why Meredith still has hurt feelings because she's apologized a million times. And flashback to a, a, a long list of apologies, but they're all about her talking about Meredith and Seb. Yes. Not talking about Brooks. Yeah. I do like that Jen uh, replies when, once Lisa's like, well, it's really about Brooks. Mm-hmm. I do like that Jen starts off with, okay, I get it. I'm a mother. Yeah, I'd be upset. But again, you are letting your child online talk about my vajayjay. And that's what it is. I mean, again, Brooks never said anything negative about her vagina. He just said she saw it. I think Jen's got him back. She doesn't need to do it anymore. Yeah, but Jen, Jen, she's only reposted funny stuff. Did I like and repost stuff that was funny? Yeah, nothing mean. It's only liking in a comment. That's nothing. Yeah, she just, it's like she posted that racist stuff about Heather Gay just to get her attention. Yeah, it's like the same thing like with Erica Jane saying that it's a promise, not a threat. Like, there's a huge difference. <laughs> I'm like, just because you think it's funny, it doesn't mean it's going to be funny to Brooks or Meredith. No. <laughs> uh, but that's like when we say mean, like, you know, sometimes we say mean jokes to each other just because it's so easy we can't help it. Yeah. You're like, ow, that hurt. I'm like, yeah, but it was so funny. <laughs> I know. And those, like, really hurting moments are the only times you're laughing. I told you trash once. <laughs> and you think it's so hilarious, but you're the only one laughing, and I am crying and sometimes, Sometimes the, just an, a, a joke is right there, and you can't pass it up. I know. You love to make fun of me. I'm abused <laughs> and hurt in this relationship. Absolutely. That's really bad. 
That's bad for us. <laughs> Jen is tired of the apology tour. She's 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 done. like I'm done. I've said apologies to everybody. I've said a lot of I'm sorry ifs. Yeah, so. I mean, if she can rationalize posting that Heather is racist, then she can certainly isn't. Gonna I mean, think this she's is not going to budge on this. Like. <laughs> Speaking of Heather, Heather is next at a resale boutique called Name Droppers. Name Droppers with Tiff, the owner. Tiff. Whitney shows up and they're wearing semi-similar yeah, clothes. They're, they're very similar. Cousins. Very, very similar. Um, this whole scene, like, I'm pretty much going to have to record the whole scene just because everything they said is funny. I mean, it's a knitted beaver. Yes. It's a beaver vest. It's a knitted beaver. It is a knitted beaver. Do you get your beaver knitted, Heather? My beaver hasn't been knit in quite a while. But... No, that's gorgeous. I'm not opposed to it. So, um, and then, you know, Heather trying to wear something, and Whitney's like, you want to hike that skirt up, though? And (laughs) I was like, no, not me. I'm a mother. I'm a modest mother. I'm a mother of three. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, But by the way, gold strawberries? Yeah. You have to step up your game. I only got chocolate-dipped strawberries. Listen, when I'm I'm making that Iris and Bow or Beauty Lab and Laser Coin, that's when you'll have gold strawberries, okay? Okay. All right, all okay. right. <laughs> Heather Whitney, call me. I need a job. <laughs> um, but Heather tells Whitney that Jen Shaw FaceTimed her, and Whitney is like, what? what I love it that about? she called it out, that, that she's like, guess who called me? She's like, Jen. <laughs> yeah, she knew. Yeah. <laughs> she knew. Well, it is filming season, so I guess it would make sense. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but they are setting up a lunch date, and Whitney is very hesitant about it. She worries about her friends being friends with Jen. She's really had to pick Heather up off the floor after Jen's abuse. Yeah, yeah. So she doesn't want to see that happen again, and that's justified. You know, when... Um, I think Mary Cosby also one time posted something about Heather being racist. and it, I She just, did. I immediately texted Heather, and I was like... I was in Papa Bear mode. Well, anytime time when it comes after Heather, well, I get Papa Bear we, mode. we saw the text... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we saw some disturbing text from Mary as well. If we do not share what we know, we're in danger. So, yes. um, yeah, um, don't come after my girl Heather Gay or I'll come after you. Not really. I would never come after Gatsby. female, at least. Um, move over to Ginny's house, cooking with her kids. I love that they're all cooking together. I think that's really awesome. Yeah. It's good to teach your kids how to cook because there's some... Of my friends that grew up, and they're just like, well, how do you boil it? And also, what would be the point of selling all of your businesses to stay home to be a housewife if you're not actually going to be doing stuff with your kids? With your kids. But that's such a cool storyline of hers. Yeah, I That love she that. had all these business... I was wondering where all the money came from, because I was like, as a, as a chiropractor, my dad didn't... I didn't see... I didn't get new clothes for New Year, <laughs> for... Um, school every year. My mom had to pay for that. He didn't pay for anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, But she had up to five medical clinics. That's insane. While she was also having three children. But I think it's so good for her that she quit to be with her kids and stuff because... When you're working that much, you just lose touch with your kids growing up. You miss everything. But you can tell she's getting a little restless. No, like I cook for your butt, I clean. The only thing I don't do is wipe your ass. She's starting oh, to yeah. feel like a housekeeper. I mean, imagine if you had five businesses and then you went down to just taking care of your home. <laughs> so my prediction, she gets 
bitten by the housewife bug and she doesn't she's going to be like you know like melissa gorga and joe gorga where melissa wants to start working and start to be more independent and start to do more things and joe joe wants her to stay home and have more kids oh my gosh that's where i'm seeing this going I, yeah, from the previews and stuff, yeah, I see where this is going. Yeah. Uh-oh. I figured it out. Y'all don't even need to watch the rest of the season. You just listen just to Just listen to the yeah. house bears. I've got it all figured out. They can go on without me. But let me tell you what, Carlin, her daughter, she knows the assignment. She As does. a matter of fact, I think she wrote the assignment, maybe. A hundred percent. This girl is smart as a whip. She knows how to act for her audience. Like, she knows how to be on TV. And, you know, as young as she is, to know how to, like, do a play on words with the parsley. And having conversations with adults. Yeah, I mean, she is, I mean, she is really at a higher level. I'm interested to see what she grows up into. So once they finally sit down to eat that striped ravioli, which I was fascinated by. Yeah, I I don't, I feel like maybe I've seen striped ravioli before, but I can't commit to that Zebra ravioli. (laughs) So Dewey's like, well, there's an empty seat here at the table. That would be a great place for a new kid. Imagine how many times he's brought that up, that chair. I bet he's done it so many times, and I bet Jenny's like... I'm going to burn that chair. Right. What are you going to say? <laughs> well, none of them's buying it. No, Carlin doesn't want a sibling. Uh, no, yeah. nobody wants a sibling. And Jenny just flat out doesn't want to have another kid. She's worried about the shape of her JJ. I would be too, girl. Amen. Like, if things came out of wee-wees, I'd be like, no. Vietnamese families, to show wealth, have a lot of kids. Makes and sense. They do- that's in multiple cultures. Yeah, so um, I, I don't see that this is going to go too well. Let's fly to Whitney's house. Let's do. <laughs> well, you know, Whitney does live so far out of town. Yes! <laughs> well, I mean, she's still in, like, a suburb of Salt Lake City. That we were driving to her house, I was like, girl, where does she live? <laughs> she definitely lives farther away from any of the other housewives. Well, Park City's pretty far. Like, but from there. Yeah. 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 So, Whitney is feeling overwhelmed at home, so she and the kids have come up with a chore chart situation so that everyone can chip in. It's very important for her business to thrive, so she needs help around the house. I can't even do it, because I can't look like I'm taking a sh** and being sexy at the same time. She needs teamwork. Starting with the kids getting ready for bed, some mom and dad can have some alone time. Did you see that they're making like a chores list and stuff? Mm-hmm. That's not fun. I think I feel like I probably had a chores list at some point in my life. Yeah, you did. If I feel like the only kid. if you were the only boy, yeah. I was the only child. Only child, yeah. Kinda. So I was the only boy, so I got the, all the hard work, like mowing the lawn, picking up dog poop. I'm like. These dogs are like my sisters, too. It's rude, and it's selfish. (laughs) Well, Iris and Bo is exceeding their $10,000 a month, $10,000 a month growth. You go, girl. By $5,000. She wants it to be a billion-dollar company, but Justin is a little afraid of that. Uh, understandably so they have young children of how it'll affect the family going back to what Jenny Jenny had to quit all of her jobs to be with her kids and they both work really really hard I mean they're they already not managing really, it really right hard. because that poor Brooks had to walk home from school <laughs> right. I mean what imagines could have like just is like let's make sure the family isn't neglected yeah. meanwhile Brooks has been <laughs> at school since yesterday they're like wait where's Brooks <laughs> did he come Brooks? home last night 
Brox! Oh, he'll come home tomorrow, I think. (laughs) (laughs) So Whitney wants them to be a team at home, including the bedroom. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Bow, wow. So they've gone from daily sex to two to three times a week. Sex. You poor thing. Can't believe I'm admitting that. You all know what my sex life is because if you've listened to, was it New Jersey where you kept talking about my weekend? D weekend or D. Was it either way? Should we bring it up again? No. There's a lot of new listeners for Salt Lake City. Y'all know that Corey's got a weekend D, not a Monday through Friday. That I only get it on the weekend. So I thought that Whitney, I was like, you go, girl. You're going to two to three times a week. You better get it. Whitney, shut up. She's like, I still want to have it every day. Like sex, babe. I need it as much as you do. Poor Justin is getting redder and redder as this conversation goes. Do you see this? Yes. <laughs> it's so funny. Especially when she's like, grab my boobs. I'd love for you to just wake up and he's like, grab my boobs. He's like, well, th- yeah, things can happen like that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's very understanding. He, re- he But he wants her to understand, like, sometimes you check out, too. And it's understandable. It's a two-way street. And I am... It's so funny that Whitney talked about robotic sex because just that same very day, you and I were talking about how I don't like sex to get routine. Mm-hmm. Like, when it's the same setup every time, like, you make out, then you do foreplay, then you do this position, then you do this position, and then we're done. When it's that same way every single time, I'm like, maybe I'd rather spend some time alone. Another <laughs> reason why he has a weekend D and not a Monday through Friday D, because he wants, like, a performance, and it has to be different every time. Uh, yes. I, I have to come up with new things. No, I have to. I just want to throw you about the, around the bedroom and bend you in ways that are unnatural. What's so wrong with that? You know, I've been known to be on that pole a few times myself. <laughs> oh, my God. Bone breakage, muscle tearing, <laughs> hurting, pain. That's what happens. Well, Whitney's robotic sex confessional. Is, <laughs> oh my, I can't believe she did that. She is hilarious. The best confessional in Housewives. <laughs> it really is. I mean, she got in, the movements in, in and everything. History. <laughs> and then Justin <laughs> finishes the whole scene up with, well, you know, there's an easy fix for this. <laughs> I wish we were at Whitney's house watching this episode because I I wanted to see Justin's face. Actually, I want to be at Whitney's house watching the one where they do the painting. Well, we've seen it on. We've seen it just a preview. On the preview, but people don't know exactly what it is. Oh, that's all I know. That's all I know. Oh, that's all I know. What do you know that you're not saying right now? (laughs) So the ice castles. What? Okay, I want to go there. This is beautiful. I want to go there. I absolutely uh, want to go there. I don't know how far midway is. I want to get. I want to get dressed up really cute, yeah. nice and cozy, yes. and look adorable sliding down on ice. But you know they're really doing season two up better now. Like this is better than the Mystic Hot Springs when they're in the tubs. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like Jen Shaw splashing water at the producer. Like that was iconic. No, I'm just talking about scenery and money. Spent. Oh, money spent. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um, Jen and Stu are first, and Stuart almost kills himself trying to go in that little tunnel. Poor Stuart. And then Heather arrives wearing the right footwear. Yes. I'm like, why would you uh, not wear the appropriate footwear to an ice castle? <laughs> 
What is the appropriate footwear? She's wearing like moon boots. Yeah, like snow boots. Mm. Yeah, not heels, not something with a smooth sole. What about flip-flops? Not flip-flops, for sure. Oh. Um, Heather goes searching for Jen, and then Jen comes sliding down on this little sled of ice. That (laughs) That was was not prepared ahead of time at all. (laughs) But you know what? That's so Jen Shaw. She hasn't seen Heather in over two months. Yeah. And so she enters giggling down a little Slidey. sled. And she's like, oh my God, look how great you look. I know. She's like, <laughs> Before she even stops, she says that. That's so Jen Shaw. It and is. That's why she's so irresistible. But they find this cute little nook with cozy chairs and a fire and some churros. I love Heather's cute little red boots. Yeah, those are the boots that I were talking about. I know. I love the cute little red boots, little pop of color. Yeah, the pop of color pop so jen just wants to check in she just wants to check she's in. like what's up girl <laughs> uh, and heather's like well um i don't know why you've been so horrible on social media jen's like what me yeah you have to be specific so i know what you're talking yeah, about yeah can you like show proof <laughs> or i wonder if it's you have to be specific so i don't uh say something that, that I, I did didn't do, do. That you don't know about <laughs> yeah that i did do yeah oh my gosh <laughs> so she legit pulls out the receipts comparing me to sea mammals honey boo boo manipulator liar racist of everything and this is the most confusing weirdest scene that i've seen between two friends because jen did she deny all of it well, did she just say that's not, or was she saying that's not me? You know, that's I'm, just not me saying it. So like, you know, first she says, "Well, my feelings were hurt after the reunion," and Heather says, "So this was revenge." And Jen's like, "No, it wasn't revenge. I didn't even post those things." Yeah, like this is the most confusing. Like she is so adamant about. And it, it's almost like Heather starts to believe it for a second. Well, there's a turning point. The turning point is like when Heather asks, what about my kids and my friends seeing these seeing things? These. And then Jen turns it around saying, well, my kids see these things too. And then she goes into a tirade of, woe is me. I don't feel like I belong. I don't, I've always felt like I didn't belong because I was brown. Yep. I don't feel like I belong in this group. I want you to feel bad for me. She plays martyr instead of a person that needs to ask for forgiveness. I mean, the whole reason, supposedly, it seems that they haven't spoken to in a half months or whatever, is that Jen Shaw called Heather a racist and called her, you know, a, a large mammal on social media. Yeah. And, and, a ma- and now we want to have to feel sorry for Jen? This is just the... It's so... Conf- and poor Heather, she's just such a sweetheart that she gives in to it. But, you know, she gets it, though. Because she even says in her confessional, she's like... Jen's not treated differently because of her no. color. She's treated differently because of her temper. The way, yeah. And actually treated better because we're all afraid of her. Yes. <laughs> so Heather wants to be Jen's friend, but she's not ignorant to the kind of person Jen is. Just like we were talking about earlier, she really is charismatic and she's fun and you and irresistible. 
I just don't know how much I would be able to take of it, of the abuse. Like, after a while, like, I'd be tired of this rotation. Well, you know what? I bet if they weren't filming together, they probably wouldn't have such conflict. Of course. And yeah, conflict comes up because of the show. Yeah. So Heather admits that it'll be some time before she completely can trust Jen, but she can agree to be a good friend while they're building that trust. Let's eat a friendship churro. So they end up finishing up in a good place. Yeah. Je- uh, Jen, Except Jen I mean, Jen, a- well, Jen does admit that she does need to make some changes. Yeah. And now is apologizing, feeling a little bit more remorse towards the end of it, which she I needed. See- yeah. I needed that from, I mean, I love Jen and yeah. I love Heather and I don't like it when they're fighting. <laughs> well, you know, even though she, Jen's voice got heated at, uh, when Mer- when Lisa and Jenny came over, and she got a little bit heated here. It still pales in comparison to season one, Jen Chaw. You know? Yeah, that's true. I do feel like she is a good bit more Zen Jen than she has uh, been in the past. Yeah. But let's see after these um, law charges and stuff. Let's see how the rest of the season goes. I wonder if she turns into like kind of an Erica Jane where she feels kind of like too much pressure is on her plate and she starts kind of letting that out on her castmates. I guess we'll see. I mean, at least she has Sharif and the boys at home. Still, where Erica better. doesn't have anyone other than you know her glam squad. That's true. But Erica Jane is no Teresa Judice or Jen Shaw, and Jen Shaw is a very big uh, personality. Personality. I mean, yeah. like uh, as big as um, Teresa's. Teresa Judice. I feel. I feel they're very equal in so many ways, but. Um, I love that they eat a churro, and I really want a churro now. I know, right? I do, too. So before we go, Hunter has begged and pleaded and commanded enough. Y'all, and it worked. Thank you to so many people who have left us reviews on Apple iTunes Podcasts. Yes, and if you guys want to leave a review, you just go to our page and scroll all the way down to the bottom and select the five stars and then write a cute little review. But I want to give out a a shout out to Utah Blondie. Oh my God, thank you. Thank you. You are awesome. Five stars. D Donner 13. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thank you. Um, Nat Scrap Six. Thank you <laughs> so much. I really appreciated your comments on it. And the T Bear exclamation point. All yes. Right. So it's the T Bear. Yes. <laughs> and then letting it fly. Let yes, it fly. yes, yes. Y'all, thank you so much. I really uh, do appreciate means- you guys. It really and does I will mean a say lot to our us. Our listenership is growing much quicker. It's really in the past few weeks, our listenership has really started to grow. So thank you all so, so much. Freaking much. Yes, for we really needed that. It means more than you could possibly know. So if you're not following us on the socials, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Real House Bears. Twitter is Real House Bears. You can email us at therealhousebears at gmail.com. You could also find us on YouTube at The Real House Bears. And you could also go to wherever you listen to podcasts, but specifically if you go to Apple Podcasts, click on our name and scroll all the way down to the bottom. Give us a five-star rating and a cute little review. I, Hunter Harden, 
we'll give you a shout out, just like all those amazing people I just announced. Um, if you're in Oklahoma City this weekend and you see us, make sure you come say hi. Take a picture with us and post it and say the Real House Bears. Yes, do it all. <laughs> Thank you so much. You know, nothing makes us happier. So have a great week, everybody. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. All right. Oh, it's recording for the sound check. Sounding check. Sound check. Sound check. I see apology. G. Get it? No. <laughs>